Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to Convert Central. We are a group of converts from Singapore focused on sharing convert experiences and lessons to benefit both born Muslims and converts alike. If you have anyone in your life trying to find their path back in Islam, do share our podcasts with them and have a discussion about the stories told by our fellow brothers and sisters. Do follow us on Spotify and send your feedback via our Instagram page at Convert Central. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to Convert Central. So today I have my co-host with me again. Once again, uh, we have Mira. So uh, Mira is going to introduce our speaker for the day. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Today we have another sister on Convert Central and our sister that we brought on today is Sister Marilyn. Alright, so uh, Sister Marilyn, uh, I actually formally met you in a class in Convert Slate. I've known you for a few months and honestly you're pretty inspiring to me. Uh, I've heard your story twice and uh, you know, every time I, I, I would stop to wonder you know, uh, how... Allah really sends His mercy and, and how, you know, vast His power is. So, uh, I, 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 I don't want to delay you. Let's just jump straight to it. Tell us about what you're doing now and, and how, how you got to discover Islam. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. And uh, thank you, Brother Kevin and Sister Mira for inviting me to this uh, podcast sharing. And uh, uh, yeah, I'll be happy to share my experience about how uh, my, my journey into Islam came yeah, I'm a bit nervous right now, but uh, inshallah, everything will be well. So, uh, okay, so for me, um, my journey into Islam actually started um, with Darul Akam, but uh, before that, I was uh, exploring religion. So, um, there was this period in time, maybe uh, in 2017. To 2019, I was like uh, just exploring religion. I was uh, thinking about um, something like because I studied psychology and uh, I'm actually a counselor, so uh, I was exposed to this um, thing known as mindfulness. And uh, with mindfulness, uh, I, I thought that was uh, quite an uh, interesting practice, uh, so I was uh, looking more into it. So while I was looking more into it, one of my friends uh, shared with me, oh, there's this uh, uh, monthly uh, sharing, uh, I mean, uh, a sitting of my first practice. Do you want to go? So I just went. And when I was there, I realized that it was actually by a, a, a Buddhist kind of organization. So, um, but nonetheless, I liked the practice. So I just sat there and I, I, I did what uh, they do. So it's a full day thing, and sometimes uh, during this this sharing, they would they would also turn on a dharma talk given by uh, one of the Buddhist priests and um, Buddhist monks. So he would just give a topic, and then he would talk about it. So I would sit there, and at some point in time, I was thinking about uh, Buddhism as well. Like you know, this is like a religion of peace. The 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 monks are like looking Zen, and you know they're so peaceful and calm. So I was uh, thinking, mm, okay, just thinking about it. So uh, I was born a Catholic. So back then, uh, I was, as a child, I was practicing the church on Sundays. But then as I became um, older, I kind of strayed away from the religion. I think um, one of the reasons that caused me to stray away was probably because uh, I was uh, looking at how fellow Catholics are not like 
so nice people. And I feel like um, maybe this isn't something that I want to be part of. So um, I kind of like stopped going to church and then uh, just doing my own things because um, doing my own things meaning I believe in God. I, I know that God. So I always um, do my own prayers with God, just talking to him like that. Uh, I wouldn't do it in a group setting, but sometimes on days of obligations, like special occasions where the church do celebrate uh, certain uh, occasions, then I will go back if I think that I want to go back. But if not, I would not go. So I was um, exploring religion, but uh, not going full force. And uh, coincidentally, before I am in with my present job, I was also with a Christian organization. So Christian organization, my, my organization will have, a, I think, weekly or monthly devotion. So they will get the pastor to come and talk to us and uh, we will pray and things like that. So I was very well accepted there back then because I was uh, Catholic. So they, they only, <laughs> yeah, so it seems like a, uh, they, they, they were very welcoming for me to join. So we, 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 I was happy to join them as well because uh, it, it was a religion that I was quite comfortable with, which is what I know most about. So uh, it was uh, a background. So I was exposed to Christianity and uh, Buddhism as well as my previous religion, which is uh, Roman Catholicism. So um, I started dating a Muslim and Back then, I was uh, thinking that I'm not going to convert. I wasn't so keen in this religion. And, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't so keen. And uh, maybe I'll just do away with uh, conversion and things like that. I wasn't keen to go to Darul Alkham to understand more. Uh, my boyfriend then was like telling me that you need to find out more about the religion. You should go. So it almost seems like a coercion, like, so um, at that time, I spoke with my good friend, uh, Sadia. Her name is Sadia. So uh, she tells me that there's no coercion in Islam. So she was very nice and she would um, try to um, tell me, you know, just uh, learn about the religion, but you don't have to force yourself. And uh, one of the ways that she uh, helped me back then to learn was to connect me with a group of uh, Muslim converts, uh, female converts. So there's this group which is uh, set up by uh, Sister Mariam. So uh, um, she called it the WOW group, which is known as Women of the World. So uh, Sister Mariam uh, actually... Uh, organizes a monthly event for mus uh, female Muslim converts to, to get together, to learn from uh, Ustaza, or Usta I think mostly Ustaza, to learn from Ustaza. And then uh, after the sharing by the Ustaza, we would uh, stay back and uh, have a eating session and we would talk and interact with one another to, to just get to know one another and share about our questions and things like that. So, which is what I did. During the past three years or so, I was um, joining my good friend, Sadia. We would go to attend this uh, sharing on and off. It wasn't very frequent. So, um, 
um, at that time, to be honest, I wasn't like so open up yet. It was um, just me uh, showing to my boyfriend that, you know, I'm putting in some efforts as well. So um, that was about that. So, uh, so that was then. And then um, at that time, I wanted to take my master's. So I, I took my master's uh, 2017 to 2018. And then uh, when I completed my master's, uh, at that time, I, I said that, you know, I'm taking my master's. I'm so busy. I, I don't have time to go and learn about Islam. I cannot be multitasking, doing so many things. I have to work. I have to take masters. And then uh, I can't go and learn about the religion. Um, yeah, so I didn't really do a lot back then. And um, But when my master's was over, I guess my excuse kind of ran out. So... Uh, I I decided to just talk to one of Sister Mariam to find out more about uh, what should I do or things like that because I feel lost. So uh, I called her and then we, we kind of arranged to meet. So she was very nice. She came to the West, I mean, came to the East and met me where I work at nearby. So she met me after my work and um, we started talking. One of the things that she proposed was that I should go to Darul Alkam to attend the classes. So um, after like deliberating it for a while, I, I realized that, you know, if I want to learn something about more about the religion, this seems like the best idea. So um, I went online and, and, and saw that Darul Alkam was very nice. They have a every weekly classes on uh, knowing Islam. So I went for the next available one. And uh, that was when I learned about a little bit more about the religion. But it hasn't really convinced me anything much, but it's just, you know, a very basic uh, course about knowing more about Islam. So I know I needed to learn more. And that's where I signed up for the basic course in Islam on Sunday morning. So... Uh, as I was sharing with you, that uh, it was Sunday morning. I thought that Sunday would be the best day because I work from Monday to Friday, weekend, my free days. If I sleep enough and I should be fresh on Sunday to attend the class, but um, it didn't turn out that way. When I was attending the class, I was actually quite sleepy and uh, falling asleep intermittently during the, the lesson. So um, I've, I was thinking of do it to myself, if I want to put in effort to make my way from my home and go all the way to Darul Aklam to sit in a class and then fall asleep there, it's not helping me at all. So I decided to change my class to uh, a Wednesday evening class. After my work, I will go and attend the class. So after about three or four lessons, I switched my class and then uh, I went to attend the class in the evening on Wednesday and I would just sit at the back and I would go there by myself and I would just sit at the back and uh, just listen. And uh, actually, I wanted to ask questions back then. Kind of like, you know, I don't know, was it like uh, to make life difficult for the Ustad or what? I don't know what. I just wanted to clear some of this that was in my head. But then sometimes the class will run late and then I was like, okay, never mind, don't ask. Wait until maybe towards the end, then I'll ask. So, um, yeah, then 
I, I, I sat through the class and uh, finally the, the whole BCI ended and uh, I attended the BCI. So uh, I didn't ask any of the questions that I wanted to ask. I don't know why, but I told myself at that time, maybe I have to keep an open mind because this is something quite challenging for me to do, even though um, I'm here, I, I want to be sincere in learning the religion. So it's not challenging contest or things like that. So I, I'm not, I, I, I think I told myself that. So I just go there and sit there and listen. And as the lesson progressed, my mind was slowly um, opening up to, to the religion as I learn more. But uh, yet, I was still in the exploratory stage, I would say back then. So that was sometime in February, I suppose, because uh, January I met uh, Sister Mariam last year and uh, probably I attended the BCI shortly after the KIS and uh, that was somewhere February or so. And that was when I was attending this talk by Darul Akam because I go to Darul Akam quite often. Sometimes they organize talks, they have posters and things like that. So, or, or maybe one of the group chat that was in, the, the wild group chat because the sisters do share like, things in the group chat. So in the wild group chat, I probably saw that there is this talk about love. So I was curious to find out more and I attended that talk. So that evening, I went there alone again to Dara Akam and um, I saw that there was this blonde girl sitting there by herself. The seat next to her was empty. So I just sat next to her. And then um, I just talked to her and say hi, kind of thing. Like we started talking and then surprisingly, both of us seems to get along quite well. I don't know how we decided to like, uh, after the talk, let's go and uh, drink Teta Red. Wow. Okay. <laughs> At a place next door. So uh, after the talk, we thought, hey, how, how was the talk for you? You know, and then we went. And we just started talking and it was getting quite a little bit late already because after the talk and still after the data rate, but we exchanged texts. So one of the things that was brought up was that she told me that she wanted to convert next week. And um, and then uh, she was also concerned that, you know, she she's, uh, like I tell you, she's blonde. So she's actually a, 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 a someone from Estonia. So... She doesn't have many friends and doesn't know a lot of converts. So that was one of her issues. For me, that wasn't my issue because I know quite a fair bit of converts because of the WOW group that I was in. So I told her, actually, I know of a fellow convert sisters that I can introduce her to. But I said, actually, they have a session on Saturday, just the day before you are to convert. Do you want, to, want me to introduce you to that group? So they have a sharing that day. So I told her, shall we meet next Saturday? And then uh, let's go for it together. Then she agreed. We wanted to know more people, I suppose. So we both met and we went to a sister's house and we attended this talk in the afternoon by Ustaza Shamim. So that was the first time I met Ustaza Shamim. And uh, she gave a very brilliant talk, I would say. Uh, she, she was very humble and, and things like that. So when she gave the talk, I was just um, kind of, I want to listen more to her. So anyway, uh, after her talk, we, we, we uh, had a chit chat 
after the, the her session, there was some Makan session. So we uh, sat down and talked and I learned that she was going to have um, another two more talks after this particular talk. So that day she was actually very busy. Earlier in the morning, she already given two talks. So that talk that she was uh, giving at the sister's house was actually her third talk. So she more talks coming up and she kind of like uh, shared with us on uh, Facebook about this uh, fifth talk that she was giving. So at that time, I was asking Sister Mariam, um, do, do you want to go for the talk? Uh, then, she, yeah, sure, since we are free, we shall go there. So uh, after Ustaza left, then we hang around at the, the sister's house for a bit more. And then uh, we slowly made our way to the fifth place as well. And uh, that was... Um, uh, the the fifth location where uh, Ustaza Shamim was going to give her talk. So before she, 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 she went there, she kind of told the organizer, which is uh, Dr. Sharifa, that we are coming, so to look out for us. So uh, when, when we went there, uh, Dr. Sharifa was very nice. She, she welcomed us and she put us, uh, let us sit, sit down comfortably. And then um, they, they wanted to make sure that we are comfortable because uh, yeah, so we are like uh, Ustaza Shamin's guests. So uh, that was really nice. So uh, after the talk, uh, they wanted to find out how, how are things for us since, since uh, the two of us are quite new to Islam and uh, she wanted to talk to us. And at that point in time, I remember Dr. Sharifa was, uh, she, she brought in some um, Quran books that uh, she brought in from overseas and she was so she was very excited and she reserved three copies, one for Ustada Shami and the other two for Sarah Mariam and I. So one of us have a Quran that she gave to us and she says that, oh, this is uh, uh, good for us to, to bring it back and to, to read it. So I was quite excited to have my first English Quran. And uh, okay, so I, I was reading it a little bit, but um, yeah. That was where I first met Dr. Sharifa. So she, we kept in touch. We kept in touch during this time. So I, I uh, mentioned all this person's name because um, for me, it, it, it's like, um, it's like um, when all the different stars align, I feel that bring up to something big that is about to happen, which I didn't know yet. What, happen but these are key people that I have to meet I feel that is going to bring about something different in my life so I didn't know back then I just knowing all these people keeping in touch so okay um I met with I mean uh Dr. Sharifa was uh very nice she would send invites for us to attend talks that she she with different Ustad and things like that. But there was this particular talk that she invited me and Sarah, Mariam, to attend. So, uh, and that talk was actually on the 99 names of Allah. So it is a talk organized by Al Maghrib. And this talk, they got a speaker from the States. And actually, because she's the organizer, so she was very nice. She's inviting us as her guests to attend the talk so that we can learn more. 
since it's like a rare opportunity that somebody from the States can fly in here to give the talk. Because from my understanding, it seems that it's very difficult to get approval for movies to approve some of these um, for foreign speakers to, to share. So um, it's a rare occasion. So even that time I was deliberating, do I want to go because it will burn my weekend and then I'll be very tired because it is on Friday night. Uh, Saturday, full day Saturday and a full day Sunday if I'm not mistaken. So it was going to be quite tiring and during that time, uh, Sister Sarah Mariam, she's already converted whereas I have not, I'm still like uh, thinking about it. But during that time, I would, I would have also signed up for another course at Darul Alkham which is Let's Pray One. So that's where I'm, I, I have this uh, Ustaza Zulaika who is my Ustaza teaching me how to pray. But um, so uh, during that time, uh, I just shared with her as well that there's this talk coming up. So uh, finally, uh, Sarah and I decided to go for the talk since it's such a rare opportunity. We just decided to go, even though we will be tired uh, from there. But fine, we'll just go because this person is from the States. So we went. And um, on that Friday night that we went, I remember that um, I was attending and I don't know why I just sat in front with uh, sister, sister Sarah Mariam, both of us then. So um, after the talk, I messaged Ustaza and asked her, did she go? Because I didn't see her. And I asked her, did she go? So she went. And then, uh, oh, I say, oh, I probably didn't see you because I sat right in front and, you know, I didn't like see because when you sit in front, you don't really see what's happening at the back. So she probably was at the back. So I, I said, I, I didn't see her. So um, I asked her how was the talk. So she kind of talked, we kind of talked a little bit, but then that was when a statement that she made struck me. And actually that was late at night because the talk finishes around 10. And then by the time I come back, it was quite late at night. So she said that to me, um, for her, this girl, uh, loves Allah because um, she sees that I've been going for attending talks and when she said that statement it, I kind of like it suddenly hit me and I started crying I don't know why I don't know why I was crying like she saw something that I didn't realize for me I was just trying to learn about Islam but for her, she sees that my love for Allah, because I was um, going for all these classes and things like that, she's making efforts, I suppose. So, uh, yeah, that kind of softened me up, actually. I, I, I didn't realize it. So, um, the next day, the course is, of course, continuing. So, uh, Saturday, I remember Sarah Mariam was like sitting next to me and asking me, so, Marilyn, when are you going to convert? Then I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that. So I, I, I just jumped the topic to something else and the, the class sat and then it, it was, we were all given booklets. So we were writing and things like that. Then I remember um, the, 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 the speaker, Sheama Shukri, he is this poet. So he, he writes very beautiful poems and things like that. So um, there is those uh, vendors outside selling some of 
some things. And one of the things that they were selling is his book. So uh, I went to buy his book. And then uh, during Asa, I remember during Asa, everyone went out to pray. So I the book and then I went up to him. That's where I asked him to uh, just write a short message for me in the book. Like his autograph. Anyway, he was uh, talking to me and asking me, so how's everything? Like then I was telling him, you know, I'm actually not a Muslim, but I'm just here to find out more. So uh, being a non-Muslim, because sometimes when, when they are talking, they will use a lot of Arabic terms and I don't really understand. But uh, I say, I'm trying to catch up and uh, yeah, it's quite all right. There will definitely be things that I wouldn't understand, but, um, but it's going well. So he, he and I started chatting. So uh, suddenly he asked me at one point in time whether I want to do my shahada. The first time he asked me, I was like, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> so I told him, no, I'm not ready. And then uh, he was trying to figure out what was it that is causing this person to be hesitant. So he was asking me. And then one of the things I think I told him was that, you know, is I don't think I was ready at that time because, you know, to me, I was thinking I'm going to learn so much more information and I'm going to find out more first before I, I plunge into something that, you know, I'm not so sure of. So when he asked me, I was really caught unaware. And then I was like, no. Then he was asking me, so what was stopping you? So one of the things I was like, I've been eating my mom's food for so long and uh, I'm not ever going to eat my mom's food ever again. It's going to be very sad for me to, 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 to have to go through that. So he was like telling me that, you know, if your mom doesn't cook pork for you, it's okay. So um, then I was like, oh, I can actually eat my mom's food. So that was when like, okay. Then like suddenly the other things didn't matter. I don't know what was going on in my head, probably a thousand and one things. But at that point in time, that was all that I can think of like, all my life. I can't eat my mom's cooking. And I don't know why that was like so important. I, I wonder how the listeners are, are like uh, thinking like, this is the reason she didn't want to follow It's okay, sister. When, when, I think before I, I took my shahada, uh, I, I was worrying about eating my grandmother's food. <laughs> so, yeah, very, very worried. And uh, I I mean, uh, we are Chinese and, and we know we, we love our lor mee, we love our pan mee, and you know, we love our prawn noodles. And, uh, you know, that was a, a huge concern uh, when, when we came to Islam. So it's completely normal thing. It's okay, sister. So, so when he... he asked me what was stopping me and then I kind of told him that and then after that suddenly it's like okay I can eat the food then I suddenly cannot think of anything that was stopping me anymore so so he asked me again are you ready to take your shahada do you want to do it now then I was like pause for a moment still trying to think is there any more things that I may have missed up but then I I don't know what prompted me to say yes and then I said, I'm ready. So at that point in time, I took the shahada and there wasn't many people around because they were all praying asa outside. So there were a few people who didn't have to pray, I suppose, maybe because they were having some 
uh, some reasons. And then uh, I was there with him and just a few people. But then after I took my shahada with him, he says, uh, can he share it with the rest of the, the, the people who, who were there? So uh, I said, okay, sure. So that was when uh, my friend, who Sister Sarah Mariam, who was out praying, she was here from me, but your friend just took her shahada. And she was like, what? <laughs> yeah, she, she was quite surprised. What? I thought this morning I just asked her and she didn't know or something. Suddenly she just do it. She was like totally shocked. And she, I, felt, I think she probably felt that she missed witnessing it. So, um, yeah. And uh, I was very overwhelmed at that time because all the sisters... I wouldn't say all, but many of them came down to like give me a hug, and I just cried, kept crying uncontrollably. I don't even know why I was crying, but I was just crying and crying and crying and crying. So of course I have to compose myself and get back to my seat, and then uh, continue with the course. But it was just a very uh, surreal moment for me because I just did it, you know. And then that was like a moment that. I never looked back after that. So I texted my uh, I texted my husband and told him that, you know, I've converted and he was shocked as well because he wasn't this person is going to convert as well because there was no indication at all. And uh, everybody was like so shocked. Like, how can she just take her shahada just like that? So, but it was a very happy moment. And then on that day, I just wanted to declare it. So I put on Facebook that that's the happiest day of my life like a uh, 27th April 2019, 20, 2019, yes, 2019. That was the year that I converted, which was last year. So 27, 2019. So to the non-Muslim, they don't know what I did. But for me, it was just my happy moment to remind myself that when that moment comes, that's, that's the, for me, it's just for me to know. Nobody needs to know why it is my happiest day. So I didn't share with um, people uh, especially, yeah, so I didn't share uh, on Facebook, but slowly, slowly, uh, more and more people will know. But uh, it was just for me to to remember this day by. So I just posted on Facebook, the happiest day of my life. So that was that was then. Then after that, um, of course, I made the arrangement to go to Darul Alkam to, to have the official conversion. Uh, yeah, so that was my journey into Islam. It's like... Uh, how I met uh, Sadia, who, 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 who introduced me to the group of women, who, who, of Muslim converts, and then um, getting to know Sister Mariam, who is the, the person who, who's in charge of organizing this wild group. And then meeting uh, Sister Sarah Mariam at the Love Talk at Darul Akha, where we became friends and then we attended the, the talk together because I wanted to introduce her to the WOW group so that she get to know other Muslim converts and also uh, getting to know uh, Ustazah Shamim where we go and join the other talk and then getting to know Dr. Sharifa who invited us to the Al Maghrib talk and that's how I see it like a chain of and even Ustazah Zulaika who actually softened up my heart that night before. Like she tells me that, you know, this girl loves Allah. I think if she didn't give me that message, I wouldn't know would, it, would things be different. So it was like 
a train hit me and telling me that, you know, this girl loves Allah. And then that was like a wake up call for me. Like, you know, you've been pursuing Allah, but you just didn't realize it. You, are, you thought that you were learning, but you're actually making steps to Him. <laughs> just feel that perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is like running to me, like what people say, if you mm. make steps to Him, He will come mm-hmm. running to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Subhanallah, subhanallah. A lot of points to be, to be, to be, you know, learn from your story. But I think the biggest point here is that, uh, everyone that you mentioned in your story, you know, without them, you wouldn't be here, you know, as a Muslim speaking to us here today. So, to all the people that she, all the brothers and sisters she's mentioned up to now, you know, uh, you guys have brought a convert into Islam. And, and, and with that, it's really, it's really so many things that have to fall together, you know, right time, right place, and right people. And sometimes it isn't even the people that gets you surprised, but it's really how Allah brings you guys together that is surprised, you know. How, how do you expect to be in a class with someone and then subsequently on the same day, you know, be drinking the tarik with them? Uh, that happens so rarely. But, you know, the, the one time it happens, you know, that, that would spark your journey, you know, in proper journey into Islam, you know. And, and, and who, who, who would ever imagine that you would get to meet Ustazah Shamim? You know, and who imagine, you know, after listening to her speak one time, you know, you decided to follow all her other classes, you know, and subsequently, you know, bringing you to so cascading steps and steps and steps all the way until, you know, you took a conversion and it says, Allah picked you from so many people. And, and truly, Allah says in the Quran, you know, the, the condition in, in, in which He chooses Muslims, there are a few conditions that people might speculate and, and say, okay, perhaps He chose you based on your qualities. You know, that's one possibility. You know, perhaps He chose you because of, uh, uh, your potential but Allah says in the Quran he says he chose you because he he, he, he knows what is within you and he, 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 he chose you because he wants to so you know like I, I feel especially for converts it makes, makes us feel very, very special uh, you know that that you know uh, it's, it's sometimes even when we say the story out right even if we were going to articulate our story in the best of manners right we still are not able to convey the kind of like feelings that we had you know, within the story itself, because it's just so special to us. It's just so unthinkable that 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 two years ago, right? I wouldn't even think that I'm gonna be a Muslim. Two years ago, you didn't even think that you were going to be a Muslim. But once it hits, you know, it, it just brings you all the way to iman, and that's just how powerful Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is, you know. And and you know, like you say, you know, you started out, and and uh, it, it, we are all procrastinating in life, you know, and, and we are do, you're doing your masters. It's it's normal. Everyone is having it, you know. Everyone is is is, is even in Ramadan, you know, we, we we are still distracted sometimes, and and that's just that's just how things are, you know. We, uh, uh, com- people that are you know prospective Muslims think think uh of Islam as a, a wholesome way of life, and everyone has their thing covered. And sometimes people want to know everything about Islam first before coming in, but. It's impossible, you know, now that we are into Islam, you know, actually it's impossible. The more we know, the more we know that we don't know. You know, there's always something to seek. So, so you know, those to, to anyone who is thinking that, okay, I want to know everything about Islam before we come in, you know, understand that just know enough to make sure that you, you are doing it for your heart, you know, and and if you want to know everything, then truly it will be a very arduous path for you, lah. You know, and and subsequently, yeah, you you're saying that you are on the fence for a while. You 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 knew that okay, there was something pushing you to come into Islam, but you knew that you don't want to take the shahada. You know, you, you wanted to proceed on the marriage without converting, and 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 hence you did something about it. You know, you went to you know, uh, read on Islam, and and that's really a, a very wise move, lah. I think because, uh, to be to be on a fence is something that is 
quite destructive lah to 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 a person, you know, especially when it comes to religion. So you either you go to the religion and you find out whether it's good for you or you don't want it. And either of these two choices will still be better for you in the end, you know. And and definitely you you, you took a dive into Islam, you know. And and I I couldn't have imagined how you know uh, you would have done that if if Allah did not want you to do that, you know. And that that is amazing. Uh, we 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 talk about uh uh knowing uh knowing islam course uh yes knowing islam course and and you know that, that's really where these principles of uh da'wah shine through you know and you, it's, it's it's never about uh telling someone to take the shahada today or or, or whatever it's, it's really just letting them have their own process you know and when all when allah gives them the taufik so so there's a, there's a concept called like uh, hidayah and taufik. So hidayah it means like the knowledge of Allah, the knowledge that uh, or even acknowledgement that there should be only what, be one God. But taufik is when he sends the help to you. So some people have the hidayah. They know that okay, perhaps uh, it doesn't make sense to have more than one God. You know, it makes sense for someone to be sent down to to be a messenger. But they are not Muslims because they haven't gotten the hida- the taufik from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. You know, but you know, but when the taufik hits you, right? It, it hits you, right? It really just hits you, and 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 you know, sometimes you just gotta be patient. You know, coming into a faith is never a one day thing. Is 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 slowly the actions of people. You slowly have a you know a leap of faith. You start to believe a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more, and and somehow or rather you just realize that eh, now now my heart is completely inclined towards this path already. And the reason why sometimes we are so emotional when people say out to us because we 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 are craving this relief. You know, finally we have made the decision. You know, our heart feels at ease. Finally, and and it's it's so it's so amazing. Uh, it's extremely extremely amazing, and and it is it's as if uh Ustaza uh saw something that you didn't see yourself, just like how when uh, one of the companions when they were when they first migrated to Abyssinia, the, the the king asked them you know uh tell me about your religion, so the the companion said something that 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 of course I'm paraphrasing here, but the companion said something like this: it, uh a man from within our tribe, uh before that we were uh uh people with no uh, we, we were not civilized and we were sinning but a man from within us saw something in us that we didn't see in, in ourselves you know and, and, and showed us the way that we could be better so now so now because of that we are elevated and we, we, we are better men so it's, it's, this is alhamdulillah this is as you were telling me your story I was really recounting this this, this event I learned about the Syrah it's like really sometimes it, it just takes you know Dawah is also being there to tell people to, to 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 show them things that they don't see about themselves, you know, and to be there when they need you, you know. So someone might not come into Islam for two or three years or, or for six months, but you know, just be that guy when 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 they want to learn about Islam, they know to call you, you know. That that is really the essence of you know befriending and 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 bringing someone into Islam. So it's it's so many things that I learned from your story, and and you know. Truly, I, I I see a lot of um my story in yours also, cause uh, a lot of miracles will happen for me. Like the, I can share one of them. Like the way the the manner in which I took my conversion was was like, I didn't know which was a good date to take a conversion. I knew that okay, I wanted to be a Muslim, right? So you know Chinese and and this like auspicious date thing. I was still like not separated from that lah. So I was thinking, which which is a auspicious date for me to take my shahada? That was in like December. So I was thinking like it would be quite like offensive I think in Christmas right 
<laughs> you know, people celebrating Christmas and everything like Shahada and stuff. So I was really thinking and thinking, at point of time, I was at Dalrod Account's website. So if you realise there, right, they have actually like a conversion feature. And so people mistake that. Actually, people have asked me and said, hey, do you like go onto the website and then you, you become a Muslim through the conversion feature? I said, no, no, this is just for you to book a conversion. So, 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 like, it's not about going there and then, okay, Ashadon la ilaha illallah, Ashadon la Muhammad Rasulullah, and then you become Muslim. So, I was just tempering, you know, you, you set the date and the time, and then you, you get to see. I mean, I was tempering around, and then they had this, like, next step, next step, and next step, right? But to my horror, I set my date and my time. The first next I clicked, right, it was done. Like, it was, it was not next, it was basically done. Then the next thing I saw was, you have successfully booked a conversion with Dara Akama, a staff will be in contact with you shortly. Yeah, I was so shocked. I was like, I didn't tell my mom. I I booked it for like in a week's time. My mom's gonna kill me. You know, I I I was like, I I don't even think I was twenty one yet. So like, my mom is definitely gonna kill me. But but it was a miracle lah because when I told my mom about it, she didn't kill me and she was like, okay, like let's focus on not no, let's focus on not getting your father's side to kill you now. You know, so 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 it was it was it was alhamdulillah it was a miracle where Allah told me that okay, you were not expecting it. You know, but you know that you want to do it. I've chosen a date for you. It's on 7th of Jan. Just do it. You know? So subsequently, I realized that, okay, like, that was the perfect time for me to do it. Truly, truly perfect time for me to do it. You're looking back and, and realize how miraculous it was. So, you know, in the way you took a shahada, it was it was just, you didn't expect it. It just came. And Allah knows best all of us, you know. He created us. So he 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 knows that, you know, if, if Ustad just got you to talk about your mother's cooking, right, that will, that will just open your heart to everything. You know, and for me, for me was uh, for me was really logic, uh, You know, I, I I didn't see if I if I didn't see logic in the religion, I wouldn't have been a Muslim. So Allah just knows that, and He just exposed me like, some rather I just keep getting books about the the science of the Quran, you know. So I I would read about the two C's that would you know uh, that would be you know beside each other but never mixing, but that exists in real life, and and, and so so many other facts about that 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 really like, eh, why why now that I'm fa- searching for Islam and and I know my issue, then it comes to me. You know, and it's, it's really the really the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So my story hasn't ended. Sorry. I just realized I missed out very important piece. So these are all in front of the scenes which people can see and things like that. But behind the scenes, I um, know that someone has been doing a lot of prayers for me. And that person is none other than my husband. Because I wasn't a convert back then and it was very for us to, 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 to be together. So my husband actually put in a lot of effort. And even though he wasn't like uh, going to classes with me and things like that, but he was doing a lot of the back of the scene thing where he wakes up in the middle of the night on uh, and keep praying tahajjud to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and ask Allah to, to, to um, probably guide me. And nights he will be doing this tahajjud. And uh, I, 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 he went for Umrah as well. So he must have uh, prayed and make dua to Allah to, to soften my heart and um, to to help me to to make it easy for me to convert, I suppose. But all this I don't get to see. So I I sometimes uh, don't realize, but um, but I know that he has been uh, doing a lot of tahajjud and uh, he's asking his family members to pray for for me as well. So. These prayers are things that we can't see, but I believe that with these prayers are also a very important ingredient to what uh, caused me to to have an open mind and open heart to embrace Islam. Actually, from the born Muslim perspective, right, I, I realized 
you know, after thinking about it, it takes a lot of courage to to actually even consider falling in love with a non-Muslim. Because, you know, that, that obviously there's always a possibility that they might not take the shahada. And after that, it's going to be a very tough road, you know. And even if they take their shahada, then working things through and teaching a Muslim from, from scratch is actually a very, very big, enormous task. And, and for someone to even consider it, right, that would be like, wow, you know. Like out of all the born Muslims that that would you know that would that you have uh choices to 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 you know marry, you 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 actually considered to try to bring a you no know, non-Muslim into Islam, and that is not just a matter of marriage. This is a matter of someone's life, you know, and and and, and Subhanallah to 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 your husband and to uh, all the born Muslims who 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 are considering and are tr- and are trying and are striving, right? Really, um, our prayers are out to you and, and, and really this is no small task. Which is why the hadith of, 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 of converting someone even came about. The rule is 100 red camels and in that time, camels were like Ferraris. You know? So, so, so that, that is truly uh, the essence of, of, of why. But I, I honestly do believe that like the, the true blessings isn't uh, the 100 camels but you lah. You, I think you are the you, you, you because of his prayers he's, he was answered in, in the form of you taking your shahada and after that you know together as a couple you guys navigate the, the Islam together and, and he will complete your deen he will, you will complete his deen as well and that is really tr- the, the true blessing of this and like you said don't ever underestimate the power of, of, a, of a prayer of a dua and, and, and especially right now in Ramadan you know when 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 all there's so many times for us to be to, to, to have our dua to be accepted very readily um Continue making the du'a, you know, even as, as you know, if we, we have already taken the shahada, you know, continue making for du'a for Allah to give us more chances to learn about Him, you know, to, to love Him more and more and more, and, and for us to find the sweetness in His worship, you know, that, that is extremely, extremely, extremely important. And, and subhanallah, subhanallah, it, 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 it sounds like a fairy tale to me, lah, your, your story, and I, I really enjoy hearing it. Thank you, Kate. Yeah. Alhamdulillah I, I think Mira Has been itching To share something I think uh, her, her perspective From a born Muslim Would really add on To this uh, Podcast So I, I think she would have Something to share mm, For me personally When I heard your story I was like Wow you know, I, I was first moved by How You had such a strong Sisterhood Because uh, Hearing the past stories Some of them really came Into this Like alone They only had themselves And God But you know I, I think you were really blessed and alhamdulillah for you, uh, that you met all these wonderful women who really helped you. And, you know, they say that the people who you are with really, like, matters because they are the ones, you know, if they are striving, you will also want to strive together with them. So I think that's really, that's really important. And, you know, as, as a born Muslim, being friends with people, I, I, I managed to, I didn't really have a lot of convert friends. But after I entered, like, you know, university, I actually got to meet a lot of more converts, such as Brother Siddiq himself. So, you know, I really think that being there for others, even though it's really in the smallest, like, even if you do the smallest acts, you know, like, maybe wishing them uh, Islamat Babuka or asking them how their prayer was or just checking in on them, not just as a person, but as a Muslim, really, like, gives them the power, gives them the support that they need, that, oh, yes, I do have people who are looking out for me who have my best intentions at heart because at the end of the day, our goal is to enter Jana and we also want our friends and companions to also enter Jana with us. So, yeah, I guess as born Muslims, we can always strive to be better friends and better friends, not just in terms of, you know, as a normal friend, but as well as like a spiritual friend in that sense, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Exactly. You know, all the time we emphasize at, at Converse Central is, is really as as right now all of us as Muslims are in general is is don't don't worry about how small the action is. You know, just just do it. You know, like no action is too small. As as evidence in your story, you know, just a few words. You know, she, she you can you can tell that she really loves Allah. No, no word is too small. It, it is, it, it's really up to your sincerity and how Allah decides to grant the barakah through your words. You know? So as, as a Muslim, you know, find the time to reach out to, 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 to a brother or sister. He doesn't even have to be a convert. He can be a born Muslim who, who hasn't been practicing to your knowledge. And then just check out with him and ask if he, if he wants to practice together with you. You know? It, it's really things like this that signify the strength of brotherhood. Truly, truly. And, and, and brotherhood and sisterhood in your context, definitely, you know, no action is too small. Just, just a check-in, just, just to talk to them, have a chat with them, buy a meal for them, and, and, and truly, here, here, what, what, we, what we are trying to point out is that everyone has a part to play in this. It's never converts for converts, you know. It's never born Muslim for born Muslims. It's, it's, it's really Muslims for, for everyone, you know. Everyone, we, we would love for everyone to become Muslim. It's, it's really everyone's, uh, 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 you know, we, we would love for everyone to come into Islam. We would love for everyone to. Uh, to have the faith that, that that we all enjoy to be in, and and is that there's no disparity between between races between our our backgrounds and and that is really truly the beauty of Islam and, and the brotherhood and sisterhood that we have here in in our community. So as a convert, you know, don't 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 feel detached from from any of uh the social circles that you're in. You know, reach out to those people and 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 reach out to sister uh Marilyn if you need uh uh, uh someone to bring you into the uh sisterhood club. And, you know, uh, reach out to Convert Central if you need someone to uh, add you into a group of uh, Convert friends that would love to know you and to share your Ramadan experience together. So, uh, we're never, uh, sh- never short of help, you know, it's, it's everywhere. Please just reach out to, to, to us. So, uh, we, we are very, very happy to, to have your story with us and, and I, I think you will benefit a lot of people, inshallah.